welcome to the third episode of Planet Mickey, the happiest podcast to ever sail through the airwaves. This is Mike Minotti. And I'm AJ Minotti. Yep, and uh, this episode we're going to talk about uh, some of our favorite restaurants, specifically those in um, the resort, um, in like the hotels, uh, a couple in downtown Disney. We're not going into the theme parks as much because we do theme park specific episodes. We don't want to do that overlap and all that. So, we're doing another themed episode. Uh, focusing on news, we'll get started, I guess, huh? Good. So, the way we kind of went through this is, uh, that wasn't much of an introduction. I Introduce more. Be casual. It'd be casual? Talk to me. Okay, yes. Say something to me. How uh, are you doing? I, I'm well. How are you? We've been talking to each other for, like, the last two hours already, yeah. I guess. <laughs> this is our problem. second podcast tonight. Yeah, we already did our game <laughs> podcast a little bit before this. And we're like, oh, screw it, we'll do it. It's like one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, it's a good time to start. It's weird because you could just tell I have, I'm in such a different mood for this podcast, a different mindset. Yeah. So it's more calm and soothing. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is a nice palate cleanser, as it were. <laughs> yeah, speaking of palate cleanser, I got this two liter of Pepsi I'm kind of just chugging down this whole time. Oh. That's nice. Anyways. And speaking of palate, <laughs> yes. let's talk about food. Good transition. <laughs> Thank, you. Nice. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. All right, everyone. Well, we kind of started off. We said, okay, well, and of course, this is just res- these are restaurants we've been to. So there's, yeah, there's, the, there's we more. Haven't, we haven't been to every resort, sadly. We've been to a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes even just a visit, but we've been. Um, we haven't been to every restaurant in every resort. Sometimes we've only been there once. It was a long time ago. I don't want to say too much about it. But here's what we do know. We're going to start off with uh, Contemporary. And hey, you know, that's a good place to start off. That was an original resort. Yeah. Got a chronology thing going here. There we go, yeah. It probably won't stick. <laughs> it <No>. won't stick. <laughs> It'll last for two more, and then we're done. Yeah. Okay. First, I want to bring up the Concourse Steakhouse, which is no longer with us. Sigh. But this, Yeah, but this was that the beautiful restaurant. It was on the, the main concourse along with um, where Chef Mickey's is, and you have that beautiful mural. Uh, done by the uh, lady who did uh, It's a Small World. Do you remember her name? Not off the top of my head. Yeah. See, if, I bet we would be criticizing for that, I bet, among some of the Disney elite. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it wasn't like, for for being a steakhouse, it wasn't like, it, this was not one of the fancier restaurants, for no, sure. No, no, no. I mean, it, it was old. It, yeah, it had been, do uh, you, you think that was day one? I don't know. I wonder how long the Concourse Steakhouse had been there. I'll do some quick research. Keep talking. But, and it was pretty much just in the open. Um, and and I think one of the things that led to its eventual downfall was that eventually Chef Mickey's opened right next to it, which became a very sort of loud, you know, restaurant with all the kids and the music blaring. Yeah. And, you know, get your napkins out, everyone. Woo. And uh, I guess that was just a problem for people sitting at the Concourse Steakhouse just trying to have a much more quiet meal but it had good food specifically they had this dessert with sticky mickeys or mickey's sticky those things are good it was my ex-girlfriend They're... who got us to even go there for breakfast to get these things and they, they were pretty good they, they, yeah they, they are they're pretty, pretty much just like hot buns sticky buns whatever you would call them but yeah those were delicious but that was always a fun restaurant plus you just you know, all those restaurants there, you have that wonderful view of the monorail just kind of going through the building, which is always just so cool. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. How's your research going? Uh, keep going. <laughs> I don't know how much more I have to say about Concourse Steakhouse. Well, you could go to Chef Mickey's. Well, I, I do like the, 
this might be sound silly. It might sound like I'm trying to, you know, drag on here. But there was a color palette to Kai Force Negos I kind of liked. It had that sort of soft purple in those grays. That was sort of, that was kind of thematic for the contemporary in general. I was always sort of a fan of that. Yeah. But yeah, we'll move on to Chef Mickey's. Um, and I think it's interesting because, now what was, Chef Mickey's is, I guess it's not very new anymore. I still kind of think of it as newer, but yeah. at this point it's been around for a while, huh? Well, it was it was always because when they were building it, they had that temporary Chippendale Rescue Rangers adventure restaurant thing set that up. That place was awesome. That was great, just because we were such big Chippendale Rescue Rangers fans, so when you got to see them in like the outfits, like Chip wearing his Indiana Jones jacket and hat, that was always fun. No, I did. I liked. It. I did like that. Was there a character dining thing? Um, like. Before Chef Mickey's, I feel like there was even before the, the uh, Chip and Dale thing. Um, there had to be something over there. I guess so. someone who needs something to inform us or help us out. But Chef Mickey's open, and it was, you know, it was very much a very kid-friendly sort of thing. Big, you know, very much just designed to get, you know, have breakfast and get your autographs now, so you don't have to wait in lines when you're at the park. Yep. And always very popular, usually huge lines. Um, the typical sort of Disney stop. I, see, I can't judge their food because I'm not. We always go for breakfast. I'm not much of a breakfast fan. Do yeah. you like Chef Mickey's food? Yeah, it's. I mean, pretty much all the breakfast buffets throughout Disney are the same thing as far as food goes. It's the atmosphere. But this one doesn't have like people making omelets for you. Then I think your partner does. No, I do have. <laughs> we, th- th- there's a good Chef Mickey story. This is when we went. In, uh, oh wait. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to bring this up. <laughs> so our brother Chris <laughs> excuses himself to the restroom. <laughs> then he comes back and he's cracking up. He's just laughing. We're <laughs> like, what is so funny? <laughs> so I guess he's in the bathroom. He's, you know, at a urinal. And there's a guy at the thing next to him. He finishes up and he's washing his hands. And then this guy's son comes out of one of the stalls. <laughs> and just goes, Dad, Dad, I just made a big poop. <laughs> And Chris can't help himself. He just starts laughing. And this guy's kind of embarrassed, but he's like, yeah, it's like my four-year-old son. What are you going to do? And so they're looking at each other, and Chris feels to break the ice. He says, hey, it's something to be proud of. Uh, that was great. Uh, I remember, I think it was that same year. I was really excited to see Donald. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, Donald used, Donald used to be a rarity. Donald used to be freaking hard because before they, before, before only little people could perform with Donald. Because there's something like the legs were stilts. Yeah. One of our, we had a, one of one of my, my second grade teacher's son was Donald. Yeah. And he, uh, he was a little person. Um, but yet they changed the costume so he was more Donald around. When I saw him, I just got like way too excited <laughs> for something like, <laughs> no, no one over the age of 12 probably matched my enthusiasm for seeing Donald Duck. And we took some great pictures. Um, I'm sure you'll put up there. There's the one of me and him flexing. They're like, come on, Donald, we gotta show our guns off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a great time. But yeah, for Chef Mickey's, you know, you have to... It, it's better with kids, because there's there's a lot going on there. There's that part where they just put that loud song. Celebrate, oh, yeah. celebrate, and celebrate with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Wave your napkins. <laughs> yeah, get your napkins going, everyone up. You know, it's impressive that they make all those specific costumes for the place, though. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so to finish off, uh, although I guess we should say they, they opened up that way, the way. Yeah, we haven't been there yet, but we walked around inside it. It did look cool. I don't, yeah, I had a neat look, but uh, no time. Although that replaced that old food court 
kind of thing that used to be by the arcade. Oh man, we could tell we could do a podcast in that arcade. That arcade was fantastic. I know. I mean, I bet if I was there now somehow, it wouldn't it wouldn't it, match my. Memory. In my mind, that thing was like the size of like three football fields. That it was yeah, so big. What talking about. If anyone doesn't remember, there's the old arcade in contemporary. Now it's on the concourse. It's still pretty good. It's a good arcade, but I mean, before it was in this room on the main level, like the same floor as uh, registration or check-in. It was massive. It was so big. They had a like a kind of faux bowling, bowling alley, alley. <laughs> and it had the uh, the the thing where you had like uh, like like it was like a, another room you walked into. It had like the like, two giant projectors and eight players played this like space shooter in rail just, chase. It was silly, <laughs> like, com- like compared to like. Um, the uh, like Gasparilla arcade at that time, yeah, which was you know the one room which was quaint and kind of cool. <laughs> we should do a podcast about arcades. It's yeah, not quite as important as they once used to be. But uh. they did Disney Quest in there. Um, okay, so that's that's so the final one, big one, contemporary California Grill. Yay! This is what? for the record my absolute favorite restaurant in all of Walt Disney World. It's a it's a big one. Last, um, just the recent last recent time we were there, we go here almost every year. It's it's phenomenal. Have, it's so good. I had a lot of fun just walking by the open kitchen, especially the people who are making the desserts and watching them do their thing. And uh, it, it, that's a great restaurant. It looks great, and plus, awesome place to watch the fireworks. Yeah, this is. I would recommend when you're making your dining reservations. If you're going to have a meal here, ask ask the dining operator you're talking to. Just ask them when the fireworks are, and try to schedule your meal to either you know start right after or be or end before these fireworks you can go out they have like observation decks you can go outside and they pipe the music and everything up there and it's just great and and you got the other observation deck you can see everything you can see epcot you can see hollywood studios it's it's phenomenal up there and i mean just the food is just so fantastic there They, they do such a great job it's constantly evolving menu although <laughs> remember when we went there for easter one year oh god <laughs> so, this was so, so long ago if you go to one, one thing that kind of stinks is if you go to any of the restaurants at, at disney on a big holiday because they're so crowded they kind of stick to a fixed limited menu so we were there on easter sunday so you only just had your choice of turkey or prime rib or there's a vegetarian option so we all ordered, and for no reason, this guy is like decided that you and Chris were getting the kids' portions, even though we didn't ask for it. You were like twelve and thirteen at the time, right? We were big kids. Too. Yeah, <laughs> like this little piece of meat comes out. And, I mean, you know, nice restaurant, relatively expensive meal, and you guys hork this stuff down. And it was it you or Chris who said it? That's Chris. It was Chris. Just goes, the food just made me hungrier. <laughs> we had to go to the just theme laughing. park and buy like a cinnamon roll. We weren't even bad. We kind of found the whole situation just really funny. Yeah. Yeah, really. Right. But that's probably, the, I guess, if, if you wanted to call it a negative experience, the only one we ever had in that restaurant. Yeah. But like I you said, it, it, is, it is always great to, to be able to see that open kitchen like that. It's such just a great kind of entertaining thing about it. That, I think that, that, still, it, it used to be pretty unique. A lot of places do that now. Right. Yeah, that was a big deal. Like, I think they still have a lot of their magazine clippings when you're heading to a bathroom. Like, they talk about how unique that open kitchen yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I remember the, the, that. I think that's the only restaurant where I ever got souffle. Oh, really? I remember the first time we went there. The, the dessert had I didn't it, even was know what a, it was. It was a banana souffle they made earlier in the day, and they intentionally let it fall, and then they chill it. I, I mean, it's the most like, unique thing ever, and I've never seen anything like it anywhere. And it was so good. I had a, just 
I used to get chocolate souffles. I don't even know if they have them anymore. I think they well, I mean, it's you know it's always changing. Sometimes they may. Sometimes right. Exactly. They won't. Yeah. Um, so they also have, apparently, I, I don't like sushi. I was tempted to try it, but my dad said, I'm not going to spend $30 for you to try something you probably won't like. But they have, like, like a woman who's considered one of the top three sushi chefs in the world working there. Right. So if is, you like yeah, sushi, you should probably go check that out. Yeah, it's supposed to be one of the kind of big deals. Um, we can I do a quick tangent to Disneyland real quick? Okay. Um, at the Grand California there, they have their re their flagship restaurants called the Napa Roads, which it, it, it's very similar, actually, to California Grill. It is. They have a very big picture window that looks out over California Adventure. It's very nice. And I just remember um, the first time my dad and I went out to Disneyland together, uh, we didn't really have a reservation. We just went to see if we could walk in or something. And... Um, you know, we're at the podium, and then this, the, the hostess told us, you know, like, well, I could just accommodate you guys at the, uh, I think she called like, the chef's table or something. And she was saying, like, this is a bad thing. We're like, well, what is it? Like, oh, you, you would sit on, like, the outskirts of the kitchen somewhere. We're like, oh, yeah, oh, that sounds great. So, you know, we're sitting right next to the guy doing the desserts. So as we're eating, we're watching this guy make desserts, and we're talking to him and stuff, and he's showing us how he's doing some of what he does. It's phenomenal. And again, it's it's a very similar cuisine and everything to California Grill, a great meal. And it was just fun because when it came time for dessert, he just turned to us and said, well, guys, you, you already know what I'm making. What do you want? We ordered a dessert. You could see he had like 30 tickets lined up of stuff he had to do. He just skipped them all, just made our desserts, gave them to us. And, you know, so we, we continue talking to this guy. As we finish our meal, he goes, don't leave yet. Hang on. Goes to the back, comes back out with these two prepackaged, like, like candy boxes that have like chocolate covered strawberries and, and, and like fancy chocolate desserts and like all this stuff just gave them to us phenomenal so again if, if, you're, if you're out that way go to the Napa Rose and I think we'll, we'll, we'll do more stories like that but like you get a, so many of my favorite Disney moments where it's like cast members specifically being kind of like do, going out of their way happen at restaurants yeah yeah. moments like that like just moments that just make you smile and like you just walk out feeling so good about what happened mm -hmm. um, but anyways I guess we'll, we'll head on a monorail and uh, <laughs> leave and uh, we'll, we'll depart from the contemporary and we'll uh, head up to the Polynesian which will uh, take us to uh, Ohana first now we didn't really go to Ohana until the last couple years right yeah, this is our yeah and it's, it's I like it because it's a family style uh, yeah, it's it's not a buffet. They just bring a bunch of the food and put it. It's kind of similar to uh, to Liberty Tree. I have a friend, uh, Frank, who uh, who goes there for I think dinner. He says it's actually very good too. I don't think the dinner's character. It's cool though because the morning it's it's um, Lilo and Stitch, which is nice because it's kind of harder to see. Those yeah, and then it's Mickey dressed up in Hawaiian clothing too. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it, it it's great. It's got that whole you know, it's got the Polynesian theme, of course, and this kind of like really, you know, I think the thing. Everything kind of seems like it's a little cooked together, so you kind of have flavors kind of going into each other, which I kind of like for yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like, I like if my eggs have a little bit of bacon grease in them, if uh -huh. that makes any sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, uh, it, but plus, like, I just, it's in, it, that's all in the Great Ceremonial House, that restaurant. I love the Great Ceremonial Yeah, house. that is oh, such a beautiful lobby. <laughs> that lobby with that fountain, you know, and flower, just, I, I love that. I love that whole area. Um, Real quick, too, right outside of Ohana, there's a really nice cocktail lounge. I forget, it has it has a name. I forget the name of it. But uh, but uh, when we were there in, in 08 with my uh, now ex-girlfriend, we were just hanging out at that cocktail lounge and stuff, and it was really, really nice. Um, And then also you have the luau's. In, 
You guys didn't like the luau last time. I was having last a blast. Time, I was... There was too much narrative in the luau for me. Yeah, I'll give you that. But let's bottom line it. It's all you can eat food. It's all you can drink Budweiser and Bud Light. And they had this ridiculous punch inside of like a shaved out coconut shell. For whatever reason, I was, wasn't in the mood. I was being a bit of a sourpuss. I think I left a little early. I missed the fire dancer. Like the one thing I was waiting for. Oh, that guy was awesome. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah. I remember some of the older luau's having a blast at those. I remember they used to do like a specific. There used to be the more kid one, and then there was the more adult one. Yeah, kind of merged them since. Yeah, I think I think that might be a little bit of the issue. Right. And I think when I was a kid, I liked the kid one a lot because hey, it was like Mickey doing the hula. yeah, it was Mickey doing <laughs> the hula and stuff and all that audio presentation. I feel like there's are there more restaurants in the Pondies than we have in the Big There's there's Captain Cooks. That's like quick what? service though, isn't it? No, you know what I'm thinking of? It's um. Kona something. Right? It's 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 almost like a coffee shop at breakfast place. That's supposed to have really good coffee. Mm. Yeah. Alright. Well, why don't we get back on that monorail? And uh, first you can stop and get a $50 My Pal Mickey. Like we, isn't that where you bought your My Pal Mickey? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I did get it there. I love My Pal Mickey. You guys make fun of me. That thing's cool. I, you look a little goofy with it tied around you. Oh, if say. you can't do it in Disney World, where can you do it? Um, alright, alright. The pictures are funny. I'll just say that. <laughs> so let's, let's head over to the Grand Floridian. One of our favorites, of course. Uh, then when in the lobby there, they're sort of long-standing breakfast places. The 1900 Park Fair. Remember how weird it was when they moved the check-in lobby from like the back yeah. of the, the front? We've been going to this restaurant forever. Oh, as long as I can remember. Right, and, and it's got like this more Victorian theme. Like the characters, it's not like Mickey and Goofy and stuff. It's Winnie the Pooh and um, Alice Mary in Wonderland Poppins. and Mary Poppins. The, yeah. the Mad Hatter, which always creeps me out. Well, the bad problem with the Mad Hatter is Dad keeps egging him on. Yeah, <laughs> goes back <laughs> to our like, dad trying to make the face characters break character. It's like Dad, please just, just leave him alone. <laughs> right, but um, they have. <laughs> I like their buffet because they they make a. Uh, omelets for you. Yeah. Which is always fun. I mean, again, like, the food there, it's, I mean, it's, it's the same food you're gonna get Chef Mickey's on the whole. It's just, we've been going there for so long, and it's, I mean, it's it's almost out of, like, a sense of duty that we go, but... Because, like you said, we're yeah. really not big breakfast eaters. Like, it was nice when we were at the, the villa at Beach Club last time. We just bought cereal and just had a bowl of cereal real quick in the morning. That's right, all yeah, we need. Yeah, you guys will do that. I'll just, like, skip out even on breakfast. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, it's just just it's not about that place. It's just just got a kind of magic to it that's really cool. And pretty close to that, actually, you also have the Grand Floridian Cafe. Very good chocolate chip one. pancakes. That's the first place I ever had chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah, that's really all I have to say about that place. <laughs> kind of a low key restaurant, but it's nice. I think it's pretty much there for like when there's just too over capacity at the Nintendo Park Fair. Yeah, or you want something a little quieter, maybe. Yeah, but um. My my favorite restaurant at uh, Grand Floridian is Narcoosis. Yeah, is and that is, that's also our mom's favorite restaurant at Disney World. Right. And, um, you know, it might be mine too, but it's, it's this kind of seafood steakhouse joint, and it's on the lake. And it has, first off, I love the look of this place. It has, like, this sort of, it's kind of a bit Art Deco. It's very darkly lit. Um, and, and it has this outdoor patio that encircles the whole thing, which is another great place to watch the fireworks they pipe the music you can also watch the uh, the water pageant yeah. really nicely there but um their, their, their food once again is just fantastic um I remember just 
just the last time we were there, I remember Dad was, we were waiting a little bit, you know, before we were seeing Yeah, there's a bit of a longer wait for some reason. Someone got screwed yeah. up, I think. But and there's a chef kind of standing around, because they have, a, it's not so much an open sh uh, kitchen, but they kind of have a lobster display, which brings up another story, but we'll get to that. <laughs> and our dad was talking to this guy, he looks like a younger guy, he's just like, uh, so, he's just talking to him about the restaurant, he's like, so what do you do? He's like, I'm the chef. I go, okay, like, you know, who's, he asked him, who's the head chef? He's like, I am. Like, oh. So we're kind of surprised that that we're kind of butting up to the guy. And he was a kind of a quiet guy. But during, in the middle of our meal, he and he just he brought us out like this appetizer tray. Yeah. Completely free of charge. And it was the first time you and I ever had mussels, and we actually enjoyed yeah. them. I was the brave one. I was you, No you one were... else was trying the mussels. I was like, I'll have a mussel. Yeah, that, that was, that's that was phenomenal. It Again, it's just, you know, he was just being nice to us because we were being nice to him, so... Right, exactly. The, Amazing what happens when you just talk to cast members, everybody. <laughs> remember yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, I remember but a long time ago when we were little. We went up, we went over there. Um, the one guy was showing us a lobster. And he was, you probably remember the story better than I do. No, actually, I don't even know what the story is. This, this guy was just, one of the chefs would just play with the lobsters. And we kind of, with the kids, we'd be like, all right, this is the lobster. Ha, ha, ha. And it'd be funny. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, I love that lobster. And I ordered lobster, and he's like, this is that lobster, kids. <laughs> Really? I don't yeah. remember this. You don't remember this cruel tale? <laughs> no. No, I do. <laughs> they also have a very unique way of serving coffee there. Can you explain that? Oh, place? it's it's a French press. Um, explain that. Well, I mean, all the devices is just you you kind of put the coffee the coffee the ground beans in with the water, and then it's like a filter that you press down, and it sucks down sucks the coffee filters to the bottom, but like you know, then the coffee's above it, and then. Some people claim it's like a fresher, better tasting coffee like that. Okay. So, um, do you have anything else you want to say about Narcoosies? Oh, remember, remember the one time we were on the patio waiting for um, the fireworks, and some guy was just smoking. It wasn't that big a deal. Uh, of course, my dad decided he wasn't going to have this, though. He shouldn't he should have been, too. It should be noted. Right, but my dad's just like, oh, no smoking, sir. Just being as loud He's like, as get as away, as get away. Wait so everyone words. was looking at him. He was just basically embarrassed and left. Yeah, this guy looked like he wanted to say something, tell off my dad a bit, but by this point, everyone was looking at him. Right, so he went away. Uh, anything um, else, Narcuzzi, is for you? Uh, no, I think you covered it pretty well. Thank you. Um, they gave our mom a very nice birthday dessert one time, though. Yeah. Well, it's good. They're for stuff for our mom. Um, we, we went to Citrus Coast one time. Yeah, I can't, I can't really remember. remember that well. I remember I do we had a very nice busboy, actually. Really? And our, Yes. Something like that. He wasn't our server. I don't know if he's a busboy, per se, but he was something else. I remember Dad tipped him also. No, really this customer. was this was at Yasmin's Steakhouse. I think no, you're mixing up no, the story. No, I think this was at Citrus Coast. No, I, I know this was Yasmin's Steakhouse. Then maybe I don't remember anything about Citrus Coast. Okay. Well, anyways, the, this guy was very gracious, and as we left, he kind of we were already like kind of out of the restaurant. He came running to meet up with us, meet up with us, and thank us. Yeah, it's steakhouse. All right. <laughs> then what the heck did we do at Citricos? I don't remember. I really don't. I think it's safe to say we'd never been to Victoria and Alberts, unfortunately. Yeah. That's, I wonder. That, what that's that's like. if one of us ever have a honeymoon in Disney World, maybe we'll get yeah, to go honestly. there. Okay, then. So. I guess that kind of brings us to the end of the, those Magic Kingdom area resorts. I never really stayed at a lodge. But they have that artistic thing. Artist I think we actually their, Yeah, we were there one time. And like Pocahontas wasn't even Pocahontas was around. Yeah. 
Miko, whatever that thing's name. So we're gonna go over to the kind of the Epcot uh, area resorts, and we'll start with kind of a beach club, yacht club, yachtsman steakhouse, which we were just talking about. Yeah. We've been going there for a while. Yeah, and in fact, and there's that same waiter there who claims to remember us every time we see him. <laughs> so they claim. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's nice. I don't you know. It's weird because I don't have, I can't, I can't think of very, very many specific things to say about this place. What about the time you guys fell asleep at the table? Did, did this happen? <laughs> yeah. We actually, um, some friends of ours from, from home yeah. were, were vacationing at the same time, so we arranged to have dinner with them together. It was kind of later in the day, and it was a really long day, and just, we'd already eaten, we were all just kind of hanging out and talking, and you and Chris just, arms folded in front of you, passed out on the table. <laughs> I could see that happening. <laughs> you get a little tuckered out at the end of those long days. But I mean, if, if you just want just a really great steak, I mean, obviously, it's in the name. This is the place to go. I mean, you could, they have like a like a kind of oak, like aging chamber or something, I guess, where like they actually keep the meat and like age it to 28 days and everything. And they just, it's just really good there. It's very, very nice inside and everything. Great atmosphere to it. Very nice restaurant. And we're going to kind of move a little more to the boardwalk. We went here for the first time last time, the Flying Fish Cafe. Which is like one of my new favorite restaurants ever. I know. I love now this place. This place was really art. Well, we never, we never really went there in the past because, quite frankly, none of us really like seafood that much. Um, but, like, you know, you, you, we've been kind of getting a little more adventures with it. I had a friend who turned me on to tilapia a few months ago. So we decided to give it a shot. And uh, well, the thing I saw on the menu it was oak grilled tilapia. The tilapias were, were raised in the land pavilion in Epcot. And I was like, you know, that's a pretty cool, unique thing. I'm going to try that. It ranks among the best things I've ever eaten in my life. I it tried it. Incredible. I did test that. It, it was, was really good. Oh, my God. That was great. Oh, man. that was. It's hard to describe the decorations. It's almost like, it's like the fish were having a uh, boardwalk carnival. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> It's just there's a it's a great look there. It also kind of has a small open kitchen too that you can look into. Yeah, and then it was nice too when we were there because um you know the, the the big thing at the Disney parks this year is what are you celebrating? And like the day we we got there, the the day before you just graduated from college, so um yeah you know, I, I kind of snuck I like excused myself to the restroom. I went just to the hostess table to see. I just wanted to see if they could get something with your dessert or whatever. She actually went and got the, the manager of the restaurant who came over and he, he told me, oh, don't worry, I'll have it all taken care of. And we yeah, and the boring dessert, but they brought you something out. Hey guys, it was just creme brulee. That's right, yeah. It was great. <laughs> uh, did you tell him what dessert to give me? No, well, I, I, I just kind of assumed we would all be ordering dessert, so I just said, whatever my brother orders, can you just like do something to it and he's like oh, well, we will take care of it and then when we didn't order dessert they just got you something anyway yeah and it had I think it had like a little like a it had like a little chocolate kind of um, shaped colored thing that said congratulations said something. or something yeah, yeah something like that it was very nice but yeah that, that kind of has become one of my new favorites we definitely go back there that what was did fun. you eat at that meal did you eat it? I just had steak yeah and I wish I had fish but like I was you know I, I get nervous about I tried getting fish at Darkusis and my dad talking out that I wish I could. Yeah. I'm trying to kind of get more into that. Especially that, I mean, that's a lobby. Oh, that was so good. That was, that was great. Even that one you had a red lobster, really, it was pretty good. Yeah. Tilapia's a good fish. I like it. Anyways, 
We, we went to the ESPN zone a bunch of times just recently. Well, we did because well, when we were there last year as well, the Cavs were making their playoffs run. So the hotel room didn't get the Cavs game. So you and I would just duck out the other day to the ESPN club and uh, watch the games there, get some, some wings, a picture of uh, Sam Adams, and right. just be and the, the out-of-towners rooting against Orlando. <laughs> Right. That, during yeah, during that whole trip was sort of the uh, the uh, most of the postseason for the NBA. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. The one I remember the one night specifically we went it was uh, oh there was the one game. Both every game we went to was so close. There was so much fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, then we went. I think we went to at least three because one of them was just the Magic versus uh, uh, Boston. Yeah. We were pro Orlando at the time. Yeah, at that time. Yeah. Then it became Cleveland. Well, Cleveland was like. But when we were there, it was still like Cleveland was dominating, and then they eventually fought Orlando and lost while we were in Universal and we were all sad. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the place, you know, you get beer, you get your kind of bar food. It's fun. It's kind of like, it's like how, it's exactly like what you would think someone in the 90s would be in the ultimate sports area. That's very true. Nothing's in HD, (laughs) but the screens are huge, but like, the quality, picture quality is very good. Yeah, they, had, they had HD, the smaller TVs were HD, but they had like that yeah, giant projector like, that wasn't... Right, exactly. But, I mean, I, 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 I bet that that may not be around much longer if they got really open up that ESPN zone, where uh, Virgin is the which I think is the plan. Yeah. Which will be maybe, a little sad, really. Maybe the two could coexist. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it seems fun. But, I mean, I, you know, it was a little dead on that one night and they were having playoffs on. Although yeah. we, did, we did go pretty late. Huh? Yeah. Um, uh, I want to bring up Spoodles because I think its name is fantastic. Yeah, we've never been there. But... I heard it's closing since which is a shame. Yes. <laughs> I love that name, Spoodles. <laughs> okay, so then we're kind of uh, leaving these specific air resorts. Um, Coronado Springs has this thing called Pepper's Market. Yeah, well, the reason we, we kind of were excited to try this is that there's actually a restaurant in Toronto we've been to called uh, Marché Market, which is really redundant now that I know that, that just means market in French. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the idea of it is you don't order your, a food item. You go to, like, it looks like you're going through, like, a marketplace, and you just see what you want. You buy it, and they stamp, like, a card you have. And at the end, your card is run up, and you pay as you leave. But, like, it's not like it's fast food or anything. It's still all, you know, there's typical food you get at a restaurant but it's just kind of fun because it lets you get a little bit of everything and try different things and you know th- th- there's a little bit of a novelty just to the way it's, it's done because it's, it's kind of a unique dining experience right and uh, if i have one complaint about it be like sometimes the portions that you get from the specific things are too big yeah so because i want to try more things right it's like you get like the pasta somewhere you're not going to be able to eat much more than that. Right. But it's a it's, it's a kind of a neat concept. I always I I like going there. They'll have, they'll have like mariachi bands playing just outside the restaurant and stuff. It's it's a nice atmosphere. Coronado Springs is that's somewhere I'd like to maybe even think about staying a few days sometimes. Yeah. It seems like a really nice hotel. It's very like spread out. It's not tall, but it's this big. Is kind of yeah, this is kind of our last uh, resort one. The all-star resort food court. <laughs> now this place Which is... is an impressively big food court. Well, it's near and dear to my heart because when I was taking the film acting class through the New York Film Academy at Disney, um, they gave us, like, you know, they, to feed us, it was like these meal coupons and you could redeem them at this among other places. And uh, in addition to that, they have, if you go there and you're staying at the all-star resorts, definitely day one, go get, they have, like, these big, like, travel mugs that for the length of your stay... Are free refills, so it's a really great value, especially if you're living there for a month. <laughs> I got there that first day, bought that mug, and 
you know, drank all the coke I wanted for the next 30 days, <laughs> which is a pretty good deal. But yeah, I mean, they have a surprisingly good variety of food there. It's, it's good. Yeah, I mean, it's all quick service. It's, it's kind of like the, um, what is that called? The Sunshine Market in Milan? Yeah. All that. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot like that. Okay, we're going to head over now to um, some of the uh, downtown Disney restaurants we've been to. Let's start from left to right, hey? All right. West side to marketplace. So we'll start with Wolfgang Pucks, which we used to go to a lot. We haven't been there lately. I think it's just because more new stuff has opened up, and we're just trying everything and you know trying to. Because we went there for like seven years in a row for a while. Yeah, we did. We liked it. A they lot. have a phenomenal tortilla soup, which yeah, actually I, like Wolfgang Puck actually now sells. Really? The market, the supermarkets. It's great. Have you bought it at the supermarkets? Yeah, it's in the organic food aisle. It's very oh, good. I just remember they had a good, pot, a good uh, Fredo pasta. I like they he had good pizzas there. Yes, very good flatbreads. And also sushi is kind of a big deal there. Mm-hmm. It was a very modern kind of place. Uh, it, you know, it was a lot of fun to always go there. I want to go back there actually. Yeah. Uh, like I guess I guess we could probably walk past Wetzel's pretzels, although their pretzels are quite good. Yeah, we don't have Wetzel's pretzels in Ohio, so. No, we have any hands, <laughs> which is good also. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much the same know, thing. Yeah, it's pretzels. What do you want? <laughs> uh, T Rex, which we had just been to recently. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was pretty fun. <laughs> it was it's actually, actually really yeah, good. It kind of was. Like we probably should have been embarrassed to be there almost, since we had no children with us. But I wanted the to fu- go. But the food was good. I thought it was, it was really good, and we didn't realize this. The same company. It's well, we knew it was the same company that runs Rainforest Cafe. They also run the Yak and Yeti at the Animal Kingdom. Disney itself does not run that restaurant. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a bunch of dinosaur themed things. It's you know, it's like there's a big T Rex in the lobby. You know, it's good fun. Of course, it's got a big gift shop. Uh, I had a frozen mojito there that was actually really good. Yeah, you did like that. <laughs> of all things, I, don't, I haven't, not, I have not, I do not like very many alcoholic drinks, but I like that frozen mojito. <laughs> um, uh, so we also we also have Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, you know the similar vein. But that I remember the first. Yeah, you remember the first time you been you went to the Rainforest Cafe? Oh, they, they, they used to be a bigger franchise. But the first one I ever went to was that one. Yeah, they had like the thunderstorm and everything inside. Right. You thought it was I thought really it was pretty great. much the coolest thing ever when I was yeah. a kid. Um, I mean, that was awesome. We should talk to you about the the Planet Hollywood there because it's just kind of neat. Oh, it's I like forgot a big about that. Floating there. I remember when that opened. It was a huge deal. It was like their biggest. I think. Yeah, it, that was like their flagship one, one almost. It's, it's almost kind of when you go in now. It's like a little. It's it's stuck in the nines a bit. It's a, it's a little sad almost. Yeah. Because that whole franchise is dying pretty. But rapidly. the chicken crunch is still awesome. Yeah, it is, and you know they still have the fun movie props. Nothing very recent anymore. But I mean, there was a time where Planet Hollywood was like a huge, huge thing. If you yeah. wanted to eat it there, you're going to wait as long as for anything. They also have um, the recently opened Raglan Road, which is one of my favorite places. We didn't get to go there last time, but uh, it's an Irish pub. And what's really cool is the entire place was built in Ireland and then taken apart piece by piece, shipped to Florida and reassembled. And the bars, there's four bars inside. They're all old bars from pubs that were going to be destroyed and they purchased these bars, refurbished um, them and put them in. So, you know, it's all very authentic Irish. You go in and get your Guinness and everything. It's just a really great place. Earl Sandwich. <sighs> Again, we don't have these in Ohio. I know yeah. there's a chain, but uh, Earl of Sandwich is so good. They got rid of my favorite sandwich, though. I know, I'm sorry. They got rid of the beef, beef and blue. blue. It's still pretty good. 
you know, they're, they're nice warm sandwiches, I don't know, let's say. Uh, the last thing I wanted to bring up was, there's that McDonald's, kind of like... By Blizzard Beach. By Blizzard Beach. I don't know why, but I'm fascinated with this McDonald's. That one it's time a, they were playing Atlantis in there while we ate, too. It's just a, it's so high-tech for a McDonald's and what I'm used to. They've got all these HD menus, the menus are video screens, they're always changing, I don't know. There's nothing crazy about that. It's all very so over the top. Exactly. All right, I think that's that's all I got. Unless there's something else you wanted to add. Uh, no. Staying out of the theme parks, I think that pretty well covers it. Yeah, it pretty much does. There's, there's some dinner show things that we could probably bring up at some other point. I think. Yeah, I think we'll do a podcast about shows and stuff at Disney at a later yeah, date. We could, yeah, we could do backyard barbecue, uh, hooky do, the old Christmas thing they used to do at the Contemporary. Yep. All sorts of fun things like that. All right, then, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. Uh, we can be found at uh, planetmaking.wordpress.com. You can follow us at twitter.com slash planetmaking. Oh, and I did set up the email, too, so you can email us at planetmickey at gmail.com. Very nice. So, thanks for listening, everybody. I uh, hope you have a great day, and I hope you'll join us aboard next time here at Planet Mickey. doesn't make sense of a board, a planet. They know what you mean. All right. Bye, everyone. Maybe it should be Starship, Mickey. Too late, huh? <laughs>